Welcome to the Lords of Loud. We're four music fans from Australia who've turned our old email debates into this podcast. I'm Lord Ben, and if we were the Beatles, I'd obviously be the smart one, but modest too. With me as always is Lord Brett, the funny one, only because we've seen him dance, Lord Kev, the quiet one, because he can't clip on a mic, and Lord Al, the cute one, with the perfect face for any podcast. And welcome back to the Lords of Loud. Thanks. Thanks very much, Kev. Thanks for joining us again. Kev, um, thanks, Kev, for joining us yeah. again. Thanks, oh, Kev. Thank you. Thank, you. thank you. And you know what? Thank the other Lords as well. Thanks, guys, for, yeah. for joining oh, me again. Gosh. Thanks, bro. On another, I just relieved that Alan's not Another there. episode. Oh, this is episode 62. <laughs> that's right. We seem to skip over 60. That didn't. That was no milestone, apparently. So. No, nah, that's so right. 62. 60. Tell us what kind of number 62 is, Al. It's not a prime. What is it? Oh, well, it's composite. It's a composite, yeah. yeah. Oh, come okay, on. That's you your standard answer. Um, Something that's going to appeal to the audience. It's not even a binary type, you know, reference, not a computer binary number or anything. It's no. like, oh, it's just a, it's a bit boring old really. number. Yeah. It's, it's almost a square number. Yeah, but almost it's a square almost, almost It's almost got a lot of factors. Like if it was 60, oh. it'd have a lot of factors. Wow. Moving on. Uh, Moving on. And anyway... Uh, in the real world. Um, all right, so we've got an exciting show. It's another one of our big ones. Uh, if you've been following us so far for the last sort of 10 or so shows, you'll know that we've been running through each of the Lord's top 10 albums of all time. It's been controversial. It's been controversial up till now. Uh, and I don't expect today's to be any different with because uh, we're going to hear Lord Kev's top 10 albums of all time. And Kev, please tell me you've got them in order at least this time. I certainly do. Oh, okay. and, and we're back on track. And and uh, apparently, there's a, a drinking game out there where if it's an album from the nineties, you take a shot. Is that right, Kev? <laughs> did, did I tell you that already? Yes. Good luck. Absolutely. Let's hope you got plenty in the ca- in the <laughs> in the bag. That's there. right. That's right. If you're playing with six people, you need some serious scope. Yeah. So apart from the top ten from Lord Kev, we're going to be looking at some of our favourite covers again. So we're going to be doing another round of our favourite cover songs. That was. I'm still hurt after the, the last lot. Tori Amos copped a bit last time. She a spray yeah. last time. And at the end of the show, we're going to have a very, very special announcement. So <sighs> stay tuned for that. Oh, but before we get into all of that, of course, we have to do the uh, the favourite ep- the favorite, uh, elements of the show, and that is Album of the Week and Sponsor of the Week. And I've actually got a Album of the Week this week. Nice. Uh, now, I'm oh, taking you all the way back to... 2007. Can everyone remember back? This is this is pre. This is on the cusp of the GFC. <laughs> this is like you know when times uh, were the good, good old days. People were just really looking forward to 2010 and, yeah. and on to 2020. It was going to be magical times, mm-hmm. flying cars and all that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so this is a little band, uh, and one of my favourite albums from that period. Well, is my favourite. That's why I'm bringing it up tonight. Um, and this is uh, this is a British indie pop band called The Clientele, and this is their fourth studio album, which was actually uh, recorded in Nashville, uh, and which which uh, you know leads a little bit of the flavour to this album in that they introduce some sort of pedal steel and and some mm-hmm. sort of more country instrumentation uh, into what is normally a sort of a a dream pop indie pop sort of outfit. Um, and the, the album itself is called God Save uh, the Clientele. So, yeah, fantastic album from 2007. Uh, the first track on this is one I particularly love um, called The Phantom, and 
it's it's almost a lullaby. And I think the delivery of the lead vocalist on, on the whole album is is really yeah, it's just it's dreamy, it's uh, it's highly melodic. The whole album, really beautiful, yeah, beautiful melodies, beautiful playing, great uh, vocal performance, and yeah, it's got a real it's got a real lullaby quality. It almost it's got it's a peaceful sort of almost puts you to sleep some of the stuff, mm. um, but. Yeah, really beautiful. I urge anyone to check it out. That's the clientele and the album's "God Save the Clientele" from two thousand and seven. Is that is that is that uh, your favourite of theirs? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's their best. It's their fourth album, and they're all their albums are quite good. They're all worth listening to, but that that one particularly stands out. So, sure. Yeah. All right, and moving on to the sponsor, and this is a very weird album. This one. This is called. Uh, 20 great the, <laughs> let me try and work this out because it's very hard the the design they obviously didn't have much money to spend on the design here because they've it's barely it's barely readable uh it's the greatest stars 20 greatest tunes and it's but the album's also called looney tunes so but it's no reference to looney tunes the the cartoon series even though they've yeah. totally ripped off what? the actual great. cover art mm-hmm. um of the looney tunes cartoons right and all i can try to ma- all i can make out from this album it's a, it's a k-tell release so that says a lot <laughs> um what i can make out is they've they've tried to go through and capture sort of quirky uh songs which Mm-hmm. you know, might be considered loony tunes to try to... Sure. So they've tried to leverage the cartoon show, yeah. mm-hmm. um, but, you know, find a way to sell songs which otherwise would just never get bought. So there's things on here like, um, you know, Tiptoe Through the Tulips, Tiny Tim. There's wow. oh. My Old Man's a Dustman Pleasure. by, you know, Lonnie Donegan, oh. The Witch Doctor, you know... Uh, <laughs> Is there any, anything? Just, uh, at least the, have Shoop Shoop Diddy Wop come and come and wang dang. <laughs> That's right. Um, but there's like Papa Oh Mao, Ma 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 Ma. Like there's, yeah, sort of, like yeah, there's all yeah. this sort of stuff on here that Chipmunk song. Um, but nothing specifically to do with. No, no. N- none of these. The these actual. aren't songs that came from cartoons or anything. These are just literally they've gone through. They've thought, <laughs> what, are the, what are these sort of weird, wacky sort of tunes that don't really fit anywhere? Like Charlie Brown's on yeah. here, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and they've sort of compiled them all into this uh, twenty greatest tunes, the Looney Tunes, a KTEL release, high quality stuff. Uh, so, so like, and like, you know it's high quality because it's got the seal on top, which says "as advertised on TV." Of course, so, of course, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I I know there are plenty of companies that we've worked for who do lots of market research. I wonder <laughs> what what sort of niche in the market they went. You know what people are dying for? Yeah, mm. old. Funny ditties, yeah. yes. Just twenty of them, weird, yep. wacky, and like mm-hmm. you know, it's probably not the most stupid idea. You imagine they would have they would have done some heavy TV advertising. KTEL, that was what they were renowned for. Yep. And you know, if you're walking past this in you know the whatever the early to mid eighties, and you're thinking, what am I going to get my daughter or son for yeah, Christmas? Yeah, for Christmas, you come yep. across this. It says Looney Tunes. Looks like a you know, it's got a fun cover. It looks like it. You know, they go, yep. oh, okay, they they probably find that funny fun, songs. So. Yeah. We'll all have a laugh. We'll all have a laugh. You're walking past Chandler's or mm. Brash's and you're That's going, right. yeah. 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 I'm and surprised it, you didn't get that for your Christmas at some point, Alan. <laughs> well, in fact, this, this comes... He just, got the, he just got the A side. He's just <laughs> got the B side. Yeah. And this one was purchased for a, for the princely sum of four ninety nine from Palings Music. So, Palings, okay. of course. There you go. It's yeah. worth every cent, I guess. Yeah, beautiful. 
All right. Well, thank you to thank you to that for being our sponsor of this episode. And now on to more exciting things. And Lord Kev, we've been oh, yeah. waiting with bated breath for this one. This That's is right. your top ten. Take it away. <laughs> I got my thumbs ready. Uh, oh yeah. right, I just got a hatchet. <laughs> I mean, um, it's it's it it's been really hard actually. Um, I I had a top twenty seven. We don't want excuses, about- man. <laughs> <laughs> a top twenty seven. Yeah. Well. It, Speaking of euphemistically, I, I had a, I had too many. Um, Pink Floyd didn't have that many, mate. <laughs> until about, you know, five o'clock this evening, I was like, oh, well, how am I going to cut this down? And in the end, I just went, look, just choose less. Um, <laughs> that's what Good did. choice. <laughs> Same strategy you February. It's kind of like, you know, there's no way in 10 you can really cover them out. But I don't know if you guys found this, but what I found was I felt there was bands had to be in there. But even within that band, I couldn't choose which was genuinely my favourite album yeah. of that artist. So rather than say, you know, this album by The Valentines is better than this album by The Fall, you know, it was kind of like, how, how, how? Mm-hmm. In the end, I've just had to kind of go chronologically and and try and cover, mm-hmm. cover you know, um, things that are, that just really stick out for one reason or another. Some have made the cut and some haven't. For, for really, really ambiguous reasons, I'll be perfectly honest. So, so is that the order that they're in, chronological? That's how I'll give them to you, I believe. <laughs> um, so we're still not going to actually get a top a 10, 10 to 1 countdown. No. Oh, no, that couldn't happen. There's <laughs> absolutely no I had, way. You, you got my hopes up there for a second. <laughs> you, said, okay. you said to me before, are these in order? And I said, yes. <laughs> Just, I just, not I just assumed you meant, okay. you know, when it's a top ten, I assumed yeah. you meant when I said, is it on or not? Uh, I, thought it'd be, one. I thought it would be alphabetical. Yeah, that's anything. right. I just couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. <laughs> it's, it's so, what, I mean, I'm getting closer. Where do you want us They're to go? They're in some sort of order. Um, we're going to start off with the band, um, this is an album from 1966, and um, the band's called Love, the album's Da Capo, and uh, the track Seven and Seven is... Okay. So, look in, yeah. in 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 the fact that it's by Love, and <laughs> they're all on the same album, yeah. and they have the same players. That's right. uh, yes, that's so Kev, novel um, for an album. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So mm. Kev, um, Love, like that's a great album of theirs. Love's probably better known for Forever Changes. What what made you choose that one over yeah yeah good question um uh i think it was the just the songs that um the first four or five songs they did this interesting thing i think it's in the second half of this album is all one song and it's a which is something that's happened two or three times and sweet yeah well yeah it's it's it wasn't that sweet i (laughs) yeah i just felt like it was a bit of a workout they were they were um third in line to the the throne really between the birds and the doors in California didn't quite get the success. Um, mm. But when you discover them, um, you just find it um, just a little bit more 
a little bit more of um, that kinetic energy that I love. Like you can hear the speed in that song. Yeah. Mm. Um, you know, it's like Ben said before, proto punk style. Um, but they're huge hippies. Um, mm. <laughs> songs like Stephanie says and, and other th- things on this album, um, absolute gems. Um, and mm. Arthur Lee's incredible craftsman and um, great wordsmith. Uh, the entire band put together some some great stuff and this was just a collection that you're right to to pull me up because Forever Changes is a storming album mm. um, but this is the one that, that I got into appeals to you yeah mm. good, cool. good choice though and, you, I mean it's yeah. some yeah it's hard to split them really they're both great albums but I was just curious because that's the more yeah Forever popular, Changes but you know it's like you know, it's like that's Revolver and, it's like Revolver and Sgt Peppers isn't it like you know that's the key you said. Some people the other one was more popular. The you better said, one, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> popular. So. Yeah. Um, there's another album they had called False Start, which people don't really like, which I love. Mm. Um, and if it's any measure of, um, what's the word? How uh, revered this band where Jimi Hendrix wanted to join. Mm, he yeah, played guitar wow, tracks okay. on on this for free. He he wow. played on False Start. You can hear him shining through. Don't get me wrong. Um, and that is a pun, but um, yeah, there's also some dodgy tracks on that as well. So it's kind of like, yeah, yeah. The Capo was the one that I heard first fell in love with, and so it got points for that. Cool, yeah. fantastic. Um, All right, where do we go from there? Year later, Velvet Underground, and and I would have. Um, I would have introduced this with the drinking game notion, apart from the fact <laughs> it's all too obvious now, isn't it? Really. Um, <laughs> We're going to get to the nineties eventually, and probably quicker than you would have thought. <laughs> but I hope I hope I mean, you're impressed. Twenty years after this, we are going chronologically, so I can delay that fight. <laughs> um, uh, what what I need to explain is that um, a couple of weeks ago, I was asked to choose an album of the week, and I chose um, a completely different Velvet Underground album, which I think um, gives you some insight into how quickly you know when you're actually forced to stack them up, yeah, you know, things change. Um, when I really thought about it, I couldn't deny the songs on this, um, their debut album, um, and uh, that's going to be a feature of the th- the top ten that I've chosen tonight. Is how many are the first? Oh, okay, um, yeah, of, of the albums. So sure. I have a drink for every time it's the first album right. um, put out by put out by that that act, and I don't know if that's just something that I've talked about before. Like you fall in love with them straight away, and mm. um, the genius of whatever's in that act that you love is there embedded in whatever form it is, yes. and it's in its purest form. Whether that album sounds as good down mm. the track, I don't know, and it's certainly not true for some of the ones I've got tonight. Mm. Um, but the other ones that you know I loved, um, and play plus after hear, the first yeah. album, that might become popular. In which case, that's, in which that's case exactly what I thought. Yeah, yeah. once start selling records, too many people at the concert. I was like, oh, oh my god, you all these people. <laughs> um, okay, so we'll have a little bit of um, Bill Underground Nico, and this is Waiting for the Man. Up to 
That's classic. That's classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, great and, album. And I, I was going to do and just this one of the thing. classic covers too, isn't it? Like it's. Mm. So you so even iconic. like you even like Nico stuff on that album? I do. I really oh, do. Okay. Um, I think um, I was thinking about this in the car on the way over. I think that genuinely being forced perhaps against the will to have this person <laughs> appear and sing it made them work around mm. and it gave them a mystique to that first album that the others don't have um the songs are there she's got an unusual voice but it works mm. um you know and so um yeah i give it all the, all the credit for that perhaps even more so because mm. <laughs> it was an imposition if yeah, you, like, yeah. you know yeah. um so there we go that was um I, I was going to say to you guys, like, if we had time, and we certainly don't, um, you could have played any track off of that, to be yeah, honest with you. Yeah. Like, they're just all so different and also wonderful. So, um, yeah, I especially always loved um, the Black Angel Death song, which famously um, they throw a cabinet full of plates against a wall. <laughs> I, you know, and that gives you some sense of the volume that they were, um, you know, they were interested in as well. And last time i was talking about velvet underground velvet underground has been this beautiful soft thing um mm. but on balance and on thinking at it again i was just like you know what you just can't beat the tracks on this one mm. so mm. that was number two cool and um number three is from 1969 mm. um so no drinks there guys <laughs> you do get another drink if you've never heard of the band as well oh, so okay. um you might be up for this with the 13th floor elevators. Um, the album, and Ben is going to quiz me on this as well, is Bill of the Woods. Um, and uh, the song is the first track, Living On. So who's drinking? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm drinking there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I haven't heard that. So what? Yeah, well there you go. Here I'll jump in and say, yeah. So their their debut self titled album, debut. I'll have a drink myself. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah, their first album. Um, you 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 go very sorry. No, I was gonna say yeah. So the, their self titled album. Yeah, again is is it's again another one of those things where that was the sort of the more well known one. What was mm. what drew you to that that particular one? I'll be honest with you, it was that first track. Yeah, okay. It just, like, it brings you into the whole album, and that's why I played that particular one. Um, I just think there's a vibe that they've got that is indefinable. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. You talk about, you know, psychedelic music. I was going to say, yeah. um, Rocky Erickson uh, was one of the world's, you know, first um, acid casualties. You know, we talked about this earlier, you know, guys that just really went out there. Um and he seemed to be dedicated to be bringing back rhythms and just a different way of looking at putting songs together. Um, too different, turns out, <laughs> for his own mm, mental yeah. health, sadly. But, uh, uh, I mean, this, this was a band that also em employed a, a, an electric jug as one of their main... Um, 
<laughs> pioneered it, in fact. Yeah, <laughs> pioneered it by themselves. Nice, uh, it wasn't, nice. It wasn't closely followed. Yeah. <laughs> I believe Public Enemy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they might have used the sample on something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I still still bothers me what an earth and electric jug is, but it does have a fantastic sound um, when you hear it on, on songs that they've put out. Mm. Um, yeah, but this was, this was the album that um, I listened to a lot um, when I first came across it and just couldn't ever see my way to the others, although they were more um, po- more popular. Cool. This is the third of three, I think, that they put out mm. yeah. um, from 69. And um, yeah, so let's say, uh, let's crack these on. Are all, these if, are all uh, great albums, Kevin. It's, mm. it's interesting to me that we, how close we align in this period and then how quickly we diverge <laughs> as, as things right. progress. He's with you so far, but <laughs> he no, no, senses no. a storm on the horizon. No, but I think, uh, no, we don't, I, I, I'm being facetious. Like there's plenty of that 90s stuff that I, I love as well. It's it's hard for me to escape the sixties without mentioning the Stooges, um, and they nearly made the list. So I'm just going to throw that in. Um, yeah, so that's three, and I'm trying to read more in writing here, but we're going to go and f- fast forward a little bit to the next one, and it's the song um, off of Sign of the Times. That's a big jump. It is a jump. There's no seventies there at all. Nothing happened, mate. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Rogers Nelson from the nice. yeah. And anyone who's listened to the podcast isn't surprised that he's in your top ten. Yeah. And isn't surprised at that album because you've that, that one's come up a couple of times you've mentioned this. Yeah. And and I, I I find it hard not to make the top ten all about me. Um and I know that sounds a bit facetious, but what I'm getting at is that there's a lot of um, you know well, in the top three or four, all of those acts have got albums that are world beating, you know? Um but the ones that I'm going with are the yes. ones that I came to and found yeah. and just loved and that was mm. right in the pocket when I was at sure. high school. Well, that, that's the point. It's not like mm. what do you think are the top ten albums of all time. It's what are your favourite yep. top ten yeah. I mean, yeah. you'd obviously be wrong. Yes. Because, <laughs> yeah, clearly <laughs> you're, you're way off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think there's, there's, there's better songs on other albums, or, but this is a double album that yeah. just has so much to offer and, you know, you know, I think you can hear from like certain things like The Cross and, you know, um, If I Was Your Girlfriend, that he just does things that other people can't do. What's this album? Did. This is Sign of the Times. Right, yeah. And it starts off with a very unusual, sparse uh, title track. Sign of the Times itself mm-hmm. is just this, mm. yeah. you know, um, you know, meditation on current times and blah, blah, blah. And um, But then it gets to all sorts of nooks and crannies, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It gets mm-hmm. to something as poppy as that and, um, mm-hmm. you know, something gospel like um, Adore. And, yeah, yeah, and and then there's just that you know kind of uh, great storytelling as mm. well. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's that's the one for me for Prince. I mean, 
but it could have been other ones. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I had yeah. to kind of like, oh, watch is the one that comes up. Um, so, yeah. so is that four? That's where we've done, we've done four? Uh, that that's was five. the fourth one. Yep. Right, so the rest just Pink Floyd. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> in the golden era. The golden era, that's right. Well, let's just, let's just see. Now, this will be the next one. It will be Massive Attack. And it's oh, um, Blue Lines yes. um, from 1991. So charge your glasses and enjoy a bit of this. There'll be an album later on, which um, is something of a super group, um, and we'll get to that. But this one wasn't as well. It had Tricky at the time as a lead vocalist, um, and there's a great bit of interplay in that particular song later on when the, the three rappers are kind of just passing, you know, between one another just so easily and so smoothly. You know, they just come in and out, you know, and it's just a meditation on whatever it is mm. um blue lines are the reason the tempo had to shatter um and it's just track after track of goodness mm. i really mm. yeah i mean everyone would know um bittersweet symphony um mm. oh sorry unfinished symphony yeah. sympathy yeah, yeah. no less um and it's sort of crescendos to that do you know what i mean it it, it it, it it creates little soundscapes. It's got a great cover of um, a soul classic. It's got a, you know, a, a gentle one here, and then it just kind of builds up to this yeah. anthemic song. And um, just as a matter of quirky note, there's a song at the end which I hate. <laughs> I can't. This is one called the you, Big you're Wheel. Dipping into Al's territory. Yeah. <laughs> it just it just kind of like gets all the way through. It's song after song after song to the point where I genuinely thought on the version that I had that was just somebody else. Somebody just oh, shoved it on. Else on. I just just, just, it was just yeah mixtape. I mean, hate is hate is too much. But I just thought the album and ended yeah. the song previous. To just one song too many. There. I don't well, know. I kind of felt yeah. that way with protection. Mm. Um, the very last song was like my fire. Mm. And it was a live track, and it just stood out like dog balls from the rest <laughs> of the album. It was just like, oh, come on. You could have had it just nicely round just, off. Just oh, a little that. bit of editing. Yeah. Only Six really when I mention it, just to upset Ben, really. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was, about, I was about to mention mezzanine, but, you know, nah, yes. I won't go there. And the, the, well, this is the thing. I mean, again, an, uh, an act that could have had, I think they had five albums, and this is their debut, and I just, I don't think it got any better. Like, I, I just no, absolutely it's a great adore album. it. You've done well there, mate. Yes, yes. I've, I have a great anecdote about um, being in a room in early early nineties um, at uni and trying to recreate the um, the 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 unfinished sympathy um, chimes <laughs> with some empty bottles <laughs> that we'd completed, which sounded like we'd nailed it. Uh, you know, playing along, you know, just having a good night. Uh, tried it again in the morning, <laughs> and it was a plonk plank plonk bang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just tidy up. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> so anyway, that was that, and um, that's us done five and halfway through. Yeah, we're probably not going to go much further than that in terms of chronology. <laughs> uh, the next one's going to be my bloody Valentine, and um, it's a little out of sequence. I must admit, this is from nineteen eighty-eight. Um, but um, the album says it in anything. Um, the first of three and uh, the song's called Feed Me With Your Kiss So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so yeah, um, I'm, I'm going to shout out to Alan here because uh, what happens um, at the beginning of that song is there's a riff and four beats and when they come back to it to play the outro they add one stab every time mm-hmm. so if you think of it they go all the way up to 13 on that <laughs> adding one every time and I always yeah. thought of you was like picking this one because it's like Oh, you just love the wee mathematical part of that, wouldn't you? You just leave counting away. But that's what those poor guys, as much as this band was like credited for, you know, being ethereal on this is an absolute, you know, ball terror of a song and it's a thrasher. Um and and as I say, they're just working almost as hard as a metal band, just like at the end they're mm. just like putting out those thirteen stabs. Mm-hmm. To a kill prime number as well. You know, finishing on a prime. <laughs> Correct. Well, and yeah. that's that's um, so that's that's for you. Yeah, um, cool. Nice. So th- these guys are um, credited with a lot of things um, being the beginning and the end of a shoegaze scene that they may or may not have um, created or or just been too good for, depending on your point of view. Uh, but that first album just has all the sweetness and violence and speed and sort of dreamlike qualities that um were to be coalesced and to become bigger than that on on loveless um but um that took 10 years uh, or something like that you know um this one wasn't yeah i said it before it's a belter it's like track after track and Mm. and you're listening again to something that i personally think is kind of unique you know you can talk about influences and stuff maybe the mary sorry maybe the, the veiled underground Maybe the Coxwell twins influenced them, but they made something larger yeah. than the sum of its parts. So that's that one. Mm, cool. Okay. Right. All right. So cracking on. Um, not getting too much abuse so far. That's good. Yeah. Uh, I'm disappointed. Uh, it's, I'm hard to, to, it's hard to, I mean, yeah. I'm just going straight into exactly what you expected me to say. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> it's not, yeah. It's not, you're not really surprising us. All right. Which well, is good. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm not surprised yeah. with the 60s stuff. Yes, yeah. No, no. See, like, I, yeah, I knew that Velvet Underground. I already but. knew that side of Kev. I already knew he was a big love fan, in particular in 13, um, 13th Floor Elevator. So I, I sort of hoped they were coming. But mm. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, the next theme that I sort of picked up on um, was all the peas, and I had to, I had to, I had <laughs> Again, to I had channeling to, Al. Yeah, <laughs> I noticed Good. a lot of peas appearing. Sort of pavement are going to be next, but I'd noticed um, uh, the pixies uh, along the way, and um, Prince we've just had. 
and there'll be another couple of peas coming and I just thought, oh my god, Spain's going to kill me. But like, no, it's, it's, it's like not personal that. Alphabet it's not that. It's right. I just wanted to mention the peas at this point because I did, I did struggle to not include the Pixies in some sense or another, but they just couldn't make the cut. Uh, so honourable mention to those, but on with pavement. Um, not Pantera? Not Pantera. Pink, from Flo nine, Pink Floyd. Obviously, it's obvious. <laughs> from just from 1992. Or just Pink from the 2000s. <laughs> <laughs> this is, um, I'm going to play one particular track uh, called Conduit for Sale off of Slanted and Enchanted. <laughs> now the reason I've chosen that song off of that album, although there are other uh, more um, hit singly type of ones, is that this is the one track that um, ripped off the fall so much. <laughs> um, and again, yes, again, I wasn't I able to, that. I wasn't able to cram a fall track into this, uh, a fall album into this, and I felt really bad about that. So this is my way now that, of acknowledging now it. Yeah, that shocks me. Yeah, now that does shock. That well, is, it's, it's not what shocking. you've included, but to exclude the fall. Yeah, yeah I mean, you know, how I do you exclude your favorite band of all time? I love them, I do, but um, there are there are say... people out there who are thirsty because they were sure they'd line up these shots. <laughs> yeah, for, that's how many true. fall albums? How many Here we go? Man, they were, Smith. They, they were on the list until like you know six o'clock this evening. Ooh. I'll give you that. Mate, that um, is controversial, and that's why Con Conduit for Sale is going in. Um, brilliantly. Um, uh, described um, when Marky Smith, you know, people say imitation is the sincerest form of flattery, and um, that that's not the way he found it. He said, <laughs> "Oh, they haven't got a single original idea in their heads." Um, so, not for, one to mince words for a guy, for a guy who, who 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 made the early party's career ripping riffs off of the Stooges and all that, <laughs> like, kind of kind of brilliant. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, that that re I will, I, at some point we'll have to hear the, the the song that rips off and it does and Maltmus is basically saying they're my favourite band and I'm trying to do something new yeah and that's the lyric it's, he's literally telling them you know this is how we're starting off yeah, and again it's a, it's the debut album of I think ten or so um, there were great albums there were phenomenal albums this is the one that grabbed me first and um, uh, I love it dearly. Um, yeah, slanted and enchanted. Okay. And as Ben as Ben points out, this is kind of out of tune, and it isn't recorded <laughs> brilliantly. Um, and they sacked half of the band after it, and you know, replaced them with other players. But no, but they have a lot mm, of that. You know, pavement generally has a lot of that atonal sort of mm, you know yeah, yeah. weird chord things going on, and yeah, make like distorted sort of stuff. Mm. Um, but it's funny, like that pavement generally is just a band that. I've tried, it's one of those, you know, we've done segments in the past where it's like, you know, wheelhouse things and should, yeah. you know, why, you know, you should be banned. Should life, be something you know. like, yeah. Mm -hmm. I've just tried so many times with pavement and I just cannot get it. Like, mm. I just cannot like them. 
I think you reason. had to be here for this album. That's my yeah, maybe yeah, maybe it is. is yeah. That if this grabbed you, yeah, um, then you were in for the ride. Yeah, um, yeah. because the hit singles were on the second album and the third album. You mm-hmm. know, the the ones that really gold mm. sounds and things like that, beautiful things, undeniable things. But the rest of the album around it wasn't quite as cohesive yeah. and fun. Mm. Uh, but you know, they 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 didn't feel to. <laughs> I don't know. It didn't feel to entertain me, you know, uh, throughout their career. But this was um, this was my favorite for yeah. sure. All right, yeah. where to next? Getting okay. close. Getting close. Okay, okay, okay. I've 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 lost my numbers here. Um, I'm I'm thinking that we're up to number nine. I could be wrong. You've got uh, you've got three left. You've done seven. So you so we got yes. You have to know eight. Three left. You're okay. I had a feeling I might get confused here. Um, let's just go with um, Primal Scream. And um, nice. again, some themes at play. This is um, this is Exterminator, and um, it's from no, two thousand. No, this, this is Squash Sticker Eyes. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's the thing. That's the song off of the album. Oh sorry. Oh, yes, yes. You've yeah. Got, sorry. Yes. A nice, uh, soothing, relaxing. <laughs> I guess um, that's a Chemical Brothers remix of. I was going to say they did quite a few mm-hmm. remixes of that song, didn't they? Yeah, and probably not the one I was going for, but <laughs> that, that 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 I had to choose that one just because it was um, yeah a big favorite um, around that around that two thousands time. Um, yeah, and and, and the, the great thing about this one is that it's not a debut album, and it's not the one that everyone talks about um it's mid-career it's six out of 11 i think mm-hmm. and yeah it just showed that they had more to give you know they'd done their first you know sort of dance album in screamadelica mm-hmm. and they'd done their sort of stones thing with loaded and um where to next well they yeah. went into this techno territory and it was um not that you could hear it from the clip we just heard there but um it's a real attack on um you know, popular culture. Um, so it's quite a political album. Um, something that was reflected again when they did an album in 2013 called 2013. Um, <laughs> brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. It's ripping off Van Halen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure a huge, a huge so influence on them, you know. Uh, and, you know, again, they're from Scotland, so you get a wee bit proud of them and everything. And, um, and yeah. They start with P. They start with P. Start with P. Yeah. Mm. Um. Yeah. So, <laughs> taking a lot of boxes there. Um, yeah. All right, Kev. Bring yeah. it home. Two Bring more to go. Two to go. go. Okay. Let's have uh, Dark Side of the Moon. BJ Harvey. <laughs> this is uh, the album is dry. It's a debut. Um, and uh, the song is dress.
love that drum beat. Polly. Yeah. yeah, and it was herself, um, you know, Prince Rogers Nelson style. She played yeah. everything on that album, every mm. every instrument. Another um, great cover too, like a, just a weird cover, like just with yes. her face basically pressed up against the, you know, mm. like, yeah. Mm. Yeah, there was that as well, and um, that was part of the, uh, the the original PJ Harvey look. We talked about David Bowie being someone who could, you know, change his images and all that, and um, when Polly appeared, she went into a kind of a warlike look. She had her hair greased back, and she wore big boots and a boiler suit, and um, yeah, no makeup, no yeah, yeah. She just um, rocked these songs. And she's not a huge person either. It was a defiant statement of femininity and, and just just astounding tracks, you mm. know? Mm. Um, mostly to do, like, this one with the with gender politics, with, you know, dressing up, you know, the, the expectations of dressing up, you know, mm. if you put it on, if you put it on. Um, yeah, and tracks like that and she landed a gig, um you just you just heard a new voice and you went oh my god mm. uh so again drinks for debuts and um and, drinks, and for pay. drinks for pay mm-hmm. um mm. but that's it that's that's my top nine um and i've got a wee easter egg. Easter number egg. one <laughs> well the easter egg for ben here well, abbey road by the beer <laughs> the easter egg for ben is that i couldn't choose a top 10 in sequence but i have Got a number one. Oh, oh yes! Wow! It's, yes! Um, oh, finally, a commitment. And um, yep. you know, Brett, uh, Brett and I couldn't do it. So it's uh, spiritualized it and it's um, laser-guided melodies. Uh, they don't start with a P. They are from the nineties. Um, <laughs> uh, this was ninety-two, and we're going to hear the last track. I've played a lot of first tracks tonight. The last track is two hundred bars. Um, you know, and 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 in in respect to to you guys and stuff that you you enjoy, um, this is a sort of a concept album. It was in four suites, um, of th- I think three songs each, uh, named after colours. Uh, so the last song, and uh, uh, the last song was called Two Hundred Bars, and it does a fantastic thing where the um, uh, keyboardist Kate um speaks the words one to a hundred, and exactly a hundred. The vocals begin. <laughs> the vocals stop at exactly two hundred, ah, just wow. so that when okay. you hear the two hundredth bar, <laughs> I would love you to go away and listen to the, this in its entirety for that reason. Yes, but perhaps um, you know the atmosphere of the album and the the, the sort of uh, again the the, the the thing I hope that's coming through with my choices is that I just love stuff that's got a uniqueness to it, an originality, and. Um, this certainly had something, you know, just in its use of uh, instruments and its mm. grooves, and um, they were to go into much bigger things and to, you know, almost a gospel st- style of music. But um, yeah, a little bit of two hundred bars will give you an idea, I think, of what they were about. Spiritualized. <laughs> It's a bit like counting sheep, I'm falling asleep. <laughs> That's right, lyrics are a bit predictable. <laughs> I think um, we've already alluded to that earlier tonight about um, some of the songs that do put you in a trance. Yeah, and, um, it's great. 
they well, had that ability to just drop another piece of instrumentation on. Yeah. You so although I've yeah, it's all about the build, isn't it? Warned you that it takes a hundred bars to get to where this guy starts to sing. At that point, there's another lift, and you know that is the theme of the album. Like most of the songs, build as slowly as that. Yeah, and it c- c- cut through at a time when it was smells like Teen Spirit and yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, um, you know things like Exterminator <laughs> and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Underworld didn't make it through tonight, and they would have mm-hmm. been they would have been my um, my uh, my other techno album, I guess. And there's a lot that you know I could go on and on about. You know, bands like Stone Roses and Smiths and people mm-hmm. that I love that there just wasn't room for, but. Um, I've never never had an album that I've consistently been able to listen to and enjoy yeah. as much as this one. It just is a safe place, <laughs> you know. Yeah, so. I, I must say I was expecting some yeah some kind of Manchester appearance there, but yeah, so mm, yeah, and, and, and it is like you just have to sacrifice things. Sure, like you have yeah, to go yeah, absolutely. Actually, when it comes down to it. As much as I've enjoyed the Smiths, they're not something I listen to much anymore. Yes. Mm, yeah, as yeah. much as I love the fall, uh, it's quirky and different and all that. There, are, most albums are flawed in mm. at least one or two ways. Yeah. Um, this is a piece of perfection. Mm. It really mm. is. It, there isn't a missing note. It just it just flows one to the other. It gives you breathing space. It gives you you know I would I would be a desert island disc for me. Mm-hmm. You know if not a zombie bunker, um, but <laughs> yeah. I get I get the feeling, Kev, that other than that album, you might feel a little dirty in the morning when you wake up and realise that you've spurned some of those lovers and they just didn't mm. make it. I just get oh, feeling absolutely, yeah, I feel horrible. You know, I, I that's why I've had to to play, um, you know, Pavement's rip off track of the fall and mm. and mention the Pixies on the way through, <laughs> and, and and there's no one there. From recent times, um, there's no Deer Hunter, there's no War on Drugs. Um, you know, I've not mentioned Nick Cave. I've not talked about the horrors, the doves. Rubber you know, bandits. Uh, the rubber bandits. No, <laughs> no. And, and I'm sitting here wearing a Teenage Fan Club t-shirt. Yes. And, you know, like, hey. um, you know, <sighs> Grand Prix would have to be one of the most flawless albums of all time. And... Um, you well, know, I couldn't even. You're sounding more and more like Al, mate. Yeah. <laughs> the more, you, the more I, I, you're talking I feel, about it, I feel your pain. And honestly, the fall, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked. <laughs> it's a, it's a top. Mar- yeah, Marky Smith is spinning in his whiskey glass. That's yeah, right. That's he sure is. He sure is. Yeah. The paint's peeling off his mural <laughs> as we speak. Well, thanks very much for listening. And uh, yeah, it was, yeah. uh, look, overall, a great collection. And there mm. was some classics in there. It was, yeah, impressive. Mm. And uh, yeah, I think the only thing I was shocked about i just i just assumed there'd be a fall album and yeah i thought i I thought there'd be some manchester representation Mm, certainly i thought the stone roses um, would make an appearance there but Mm. yeah great collection of stuff there yeah i yeah you passed i passed passed. passed, and i had had some semblance of order the chronology lost a bit at the end as i was trying to cobble together a top three Mm -hmm. but in the end it was just a top one so uh 10% 10% to me. Woo. Nice one, mate. Very so make good. sure you jump on the Spotify and, and check out that full yeah, playlist. Some longer, longer playlist. Check out, yeah, take the time and listen to all those albums right through because there's some classics there, especially if you haven't heard of um, some of those 60s ones, Love and, and the 13th Floor. 
uh, elevators. Mm-hmm. Great, uh, some great stuff there. All right, well, let's move on to the second part of this, and that is covers. Covers. So this is, is, this, this is our second time we've done this. This is the yeah. second yeah. time, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, because there's just so many great covers to go through. Yeah. Who wants to kick us off with one that they are uh, particularly keen to I, I can. share? I can. All right. Uh, Ike and Tina Turner. Mm-hmm. If you if you would fast forward to one minute fifteen, okay. I think the kids see skip. Sorry. This is life. Working for my man every night and day. And I never lost one minute of sleeping because I was worried about the way that thing might have been. But they will keep on turning. And the And if you, I've and got if you, to ask. Now, if you go forward to uh, 3 minutes 14. Oh, well, there you go, yeah, and then it kicks in. Just, mm. just awesome. Just so but, yeah, punchy, and, and that's one of those ones where if you ask people straight up who who wrote it, it'd be yeah. yeah. That, that's the version they probably have heard. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a CCR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah, those yeah, yeah. Home. Credence, yeah. Credence, right. John Fogerty songs. But yeah, yeah, it's a it's a it's an awesome little number. Um, and and they they do that thing where it always starts slow. And that, yeah, well, and the actual well, I have never heard the proper the recording for. I've never heard like that kind of slow ah, starting. To slow I just start. yeah, yeah. I've always heard mm. it as like well on the on the actual on their actual like the you know released recording of that the studio recording of that it, they do a really nice job of just building mm. and building and then it just goes do do the brass yeah, comes in sort of bang in. yeah bang straight into it really cool okay great one there you go Al what do you got uh, well I do have one but oh. I hope so because yeah, that's the segment so. <laughs> Sorry, sorry to wake you up over there, but, but <laughs> it's been a while. But you'll need to pause it because I just realised that I put the the wrong version in. So just pass it to me for a moment. Have you heard too many wrong versions of stuff I've played tonight? <laughs> you don't get wow. do, there's no do overs, mate. In no, this, no, you're, you're, you're we're keeping this in. Just flow through, and you go, we're, okay, that's no, the. No, you'll fucking, we're keeping this in. This is sticking in, folks. Anyway, just everyone, just talk amongst yourselves while right. Lord Al gets himself sorted here. Now, what's really interesting about Lord Al is he wears glasses except when he looks at stuff. Yeah. What the <laughs> fuck is that about? It's all for the look. It's all for the look. It's some he's, qu- quasi-intelligent sort of thing. That's I'm, right. like, I'm like a hot librarian. <laughs> That's In right. reverse. Yeah. Except people say, put the glasses back on and for God's sake, tie your hair back up. I, just, I had to stumble through without feed me with your kiss and was like exterminate or done by whoever the hell that was. 
Okay, look, the reason the reason that it changes is because when I play the cover, you'll just, you'll probably just say, "Oh, well, that's the original." Because <laughs> and you couldn't tell us it wasn't because it's not. No, no, no. Because okay, I was going to play "Tainted Love" by Soft Cell. Sure. Okay, nineteen eighty-two, but it was actually originally recorded by Gloria Jones in nineteen sixty-four. Sure. As a Motown song, so Mr. Music. Supposed to be playing the covers? If I played the cover, you just go, well, that's not a cover. That's just yeah, the original. That's the because point. You play the cover and then we go, what? That's not a cover? Oh, oh, sorry, so that's, so that's a cover? No, no. Because this is the original. Fuck me. No, if that's I played you the cover of Soft Cell, <laughs> everyone, everyone knows it. Yeah. I think you've uh, well, really, really missed it. Every, everyone really our age, everyone our age pretty much thinks that the Soft Cell version yeah, but no, is the but that's the point. No, but, but that's the thing I wanted you to hear. It's not, was it's original. not. So that's where you say, here's the thing. Ah, oh, and, and, and Mr. Music, you mind just playing a little bit of the original? Because this is the... Wow. I mean, if I played Soft Cell, you would have just gone, "That's not a cover." Great. Oh, are we, so, am, I wrong? am I wrong? Yeah, you're right, wrong. So pick a better I would have song. Gone, That's the cover because we're playing covers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you would have gone. How you've gone off the brief? Now you're playing a C original, which is what I'm doing now. No, so now I am no, going off the no, brief. No, it's I about, actually, I, uh, number one, I knew that Teen Love was a cover of a Morte uh-huh. song. Uh-huh. Number You're, one, what are you doing? <laughs> but it's only it's you the, who knew that. I, you know, I yeah. doubted very much that Brett would. I knew it was so, a cover. I knew it was a cover. It was, so, nice to, it was nice to hear that. I will say that. That's right. Yeah. And yeah. it was funny because, was cool. you know, of how completely wrong you got that. <laughs> I didn't, that I didn't belongs, get it wrong. That, that, belongs, was just. that belongs in the, guess what, folks? Uh, this is the original song category, not the Well, that's a catchy covers. episode title. Yeah, well... <laughs> That's why we don't do it. <laughs> but, <laughs> that's right. That's why we do the cover versions. But what, but what I will say Kev, is save, save a the, a sample of the soft cell version was used in Rihanna's SOS. Ah, so, fascinating. Hey? So I've given you a bonus. Not only have I I've fleshed it out, I've given you a bonus with a sample from of, a cover. Of a cover in, of the original. Yeah. Wow. The original which you hadn't heard, which I played mm, for you. Brilliant. All right. I did, Thank I did, you very much. I did enjoy That's hearing awesome. that that original. Mm-hmm. It's nice to hear it. All right. And Thank I think you. I think what you're trying to say is you're right. Most of us would not have heard the original. Thank you. But and that's that's kind of the idea. The original is not the cover. That's right. Which is and, it's and like it's like a reverse oh, cover. For fuck's sake. Okay, so it's still a it's still on topic. Cover. It's just gone it's not, backwards in time. Not. It's the reverse cover. You're, I call I call no, it the original. That's right. You're, tra- yeah, yeah, yeah. you're traveling through time in the wrong direction, Brett. Okay, some of us do it wow. backwards. I've got this great so, new concept. It's the reverse cover. <laughs> I call it yeah, the original. original. I love it. Um, no, no, but I love how the recording broke down. While you change to play the wrong song, I mm-hmm. really enjoy that. Brilliant. Yeah, I, I like you it. roll. Wait, wait you, a minute. You, think, you roll with the punches. Do you, th- do you think? Wait a minute. No cover songs. 
Change it from the cover <laughs> until the original, oh, and then we can oh. all carry on. That's right. right. Hey, look, you can you can live your dull, Let's, predictable uh, lives sure. and yep. stick to the topic. Sure. I if try only. and bring if a only. little bit of interest, <laughs> excitement, and look what happens. Like, my dream is to have one episode where everyone <laughs> sticks to the brief. <laughs> oh dear! Oh, dream of those days. Hey, Kev, I gave Kev, you your please, top save one. Us, save us, your, Kev. Save I us. Give me your semi-chronological top one. You give me a semi. All right, let's go. <laughs> give me a semi if you'll play the song. Uh, I can't even remember. Um, is, is this a cover or an original? Look, uh, oh. it is the fall. Doing uh, a cover because I haven't included them in my top ten. Oh, I feel so guilty. Mm-hmm. And I, as I said to Ben before, I wrote down four or five in a row. They did a brilliant cover of um, Victoria's, uh, sorry, the Kinks uh, doing Victoria. But this is Ghost in My House, their other. So now, there is there is a, a, a 1960s uh, kind of Motown sounding song that, that was, was released previously with the same name, same lyrics, same really? uh, chord change, everything. That was what we call the original. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this, this, yeah. is, this is a. This I'm is surprised a but, you didn't play it. But you've chosen two obscure tracks. So why so did you choose that? The original one? and the cover. Why did I choose it? Um, we've been listening to it in the house. Uh, me and Liam really like it. Um, and. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's 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 to do with Marky e. Smith's kind of um, origins in uh, Casino Soul, as he calls it, Northern Soul music clubs, and um, that was a an absolute classic in that genre. So he uh, got to when he got a band together, it was one of the first singles they put out. I wouldn't oh, have thought that he'd do covers at all. That's that's surprising. They did quite a lot, yeah. They really? did White Lightning. Um, they they covered um, "Lost in Music" by Sister Sledge. Uh, <laughs> they did a Christmas album. Uh, oh, oh man! I mean, mm. after um, yeah, four hundred seventy-six recorded albums, you're gonna <laughs> wow. That's right. Yeah, that's you're gonna have to start covering something. Yeah, at some yeah, point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even if you're covering yourself, there you so, go. In glory, right. <laughs> beautiful. All right. Well, I'm gonna play a song. This is from uh, 2009, I think. Uh, And this is Jose Gonzalez with Heartbeats. Great. Might have heard this song. She's on some commercials. Yeah. Different films and things. But I'm going to ask the question. I didn't know this was a cover. One night to be I haven't heard it at all, One so I don't even have an original living under a fucking rock? We have Seriously. Yes. <laughs> 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 and and something. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Conversation right, song. Sure. So that is a cover of yeah. a band, uh, an electro-pop band called The Knife. Right. Oh um, yeah, and I'm going to play a little bit of just the, the start of their not version. the fucking original, well, just just to compare. <laughs> yes, because he does it. He makes it into this beautiful acoustic, yeah. mm-hmm. very sweet sort of you know, love song, 
Um, and here's their version, which is just a powerful sort of electro pop '80s fusion, okay. like '80s feeling sort of uh, yeah vibe. <laughs> That's a fair different. Yeah, yeah, yeah very clearly different. very different. Yeah, yeah. Here you go. It's got that sort of Sydney Lauper almost. Yeah, so quite a different change there. That's right. And yet you, you've got to admire someone who can go, no, no, no. Yeah, I see Listen that as just that a really melody. stripped back. Yeah. Mm. yeah, and it's just a little acoustic guitar mm. plucking away. Yeah. He's yeah. totally immersed it. <laughs> That's right, just slowed it That's down. It. <laughs> slowed it down and made it meaningful. Yeah. All right, come on, Al. Redeem yourself. Me? Here. No, I'll pass to Lord Brent. Sure. He's upset now. He's champing at the bit. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I've done a little bit of an Al and I've gone with a little theme here. Uh, so are you going to play the cover? Pre- That's No, no, no. Previously, we, we heard Ike and Tina Turner uh, covering Creedence Clearwater. Mm-hmm. This is Creedence playing a cover. Uh, mm-hmm. Of Tina Turner? No. Oh. Private data. <laughs> <laughs> Not push city limits. <laughs> I was shocked when I years ago when I found out yeah, yeah. that this was a cover because it's just so synonymous with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, really. And, it, and it's a big Motown, big Motown cover. Going, mm. sorry to see the thunder there. Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye, yeah. but but Miracles, yeah, a whole bunch of people. Mm, Gladys Knight yeah. and the Pips recorded. Right, yeah. uh, well, what's really interesting about those two songs is uh, the interesting way you can pronounce words to make them sound interesting. So. Uh, Tina Turner is famous for saying, uh, you don't say thing, you say thang, because mm-hmm. <laughs> it gives you a lot more emphasis. And um, and in, in that uh, cover there, uh, he didn't hit, he, I, I, he didn't hurt, I heard it through the graphic. It's hide it, hide it, hide it, hide it through going. <laughs> hide wow. it. It's like he's added an extra little syllable in there. Mm-hmm. It's like he's it's from a, Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> I hide it. I hide it. Toy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Kev, do you have one more? For one us? more, yeah, definitely. Um, I'll play the cover. Um, <laughs> That's unusual <please>. concept. <laughs> uh, Why? Let's play Guess the Artist. Oh. So, um, yeah. Can you give us the song at least so I know which one you're going to play? I'll just play random. I'll just press one at random and it could be guessing for everybody. Okay, I, I just thought you by now you'd just be looking at it going, oh, bloody hell, Kev, what's this noise? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the song's a. Uh, yep, this one? It's an that Etienne. One. Is it Soul to Soul? No, the artist of the cover is um, an Etienne, but you can guess the, um, the original act. <laughs> 
it's a it's a it's a it's a departure that's for sure from Neil Young's hit <laughs> only yeah, love can right. break your heart yeah. wow yes. never again yeah, never yeah. picked that and yeah. and you know <laughs> Talk about you know discovering it was a, a cover. I mean, like you know, you just wouldn't have guessed it. Yeah. Um, uh, great, great song to dance to back when you know dancing didn't make me look like an absolute fool. <laughs> um, um, if that ever did that time ever existed, <laughs> um, but yeah, um, uh, yeah, lots of happy memories to that one, and um, yeah, great. Neil Young <laughs> ricked in all the credits, yeah. All right, I'll play one more, um. And this one's got a real story behind it, but this is um, Jesus Was a Crossmaker uh, by the Hollies. Sweet silver angels over the sea Please come down flying low for me One time I trusted a stranger cause I And it was gently enticing me There was something wrong When I turned So that was some uh, unreleased Beach Boys (laughs) (laughs) No, so the story behind this one is uh, There was a young artist um, By the name of Judy Sills uh, Who was a sort of uh, Joni Mitchell style folk artist Back in in the... um, late 60s, early 70s. She was actually the first artist signed to Asylum Records, Geffen's Asylum Records. And she wrote that song on her first album, went on to record a second album. Um, You know, just beautiful lyricist, beautiful melodies, great, just, you know, just couldn't, but again, one of these artists just couldn't quite crack it. End up going on to, uh, so this is around 71, I think 73, she released the second album. Died of a drug overdose in 79 oh, on the cusp wow. of releasing the third album. She, they'd, she'd recorded like demos and things and they were you know, crafting them towards the sec, but never finished the third album, which eventually got released as a you know, posthumous, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. one of these hodgepodge, half-finished type things. Um, but yeah, just one of those stories. And I think, yeah, I'll, I'll, I think I'll delve into it a bit deeper. I might even do a summer series or something mm. on, on her because... Again, just one of those people that had all the potential in the world. Mm-hmm. Just, could, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. just luck. Yeah, you know, luck. Circumstance luck. Yeah. just wasn't on her side. So, but beautiful, beautiful song that. And her version on, which is more stripped back and doesn't have the sort of the Hollies sort of you know, yeah. choral, mm. <laughs> you know, sort of arrangement on it, um, is a really a real treat to listen to as well. So, yeah, it really was an arrangement, wasn't it? There was a yeah. lot going yeah, on yeah, in yeah. that little small yeah. part. Yeah, mm. yeah, beautiful song. And um, actually, that uh, I wish I could. That's a that's a great version, which is on the, um, I think it's their Harmony record. It's, oh, Romany, sorry, Romany uh, record. But the version of that I love of theirs is off the Elizabeth Elizabeth Town Cameron Crowe's film. He has mm. a version on that soundtrack which I just cannot find. Oh, okay. Elsewhere, like I don't know where he yeah where <laughs> found he got it. It's like a. Just a slightly different version, and that's an even better version than, than the original Holly's one that's cool. on their album. But yeah, great one. Nice choice. Yeah. So I've I've got one last one. Oh, mate, <laughs> so, you're right. you said well, you no, no, throw your hat no, in. no. I didn't say I didn't have one. I said oh, Brett clearly let, wanted. Uh, okay, all right. So so my one is it's a song that's been covered numerous times. 
this particular version is by Herb Albert and the Tijuana Brothers. <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> As, really? as cool as <laughs> cool as that. Surprisingly yep. for Herb Elfit. Um <laughs> but yes, that was the one standout track and I'd Does he do baby elephant walk? Yeah, I was about to say <laughs> that's some that's some serious busy bass work, isn't it? It is. <laughs> like it's really Yeah. No bass should be pleased like that. Incredible. Yeah. The self respecting instrument. So give it its dignity. Who is the originator there? that that would be see if I got it right, Gershon Kingsley. Yeah, of course. course. Gershwin Kingsley, sorry, yeah. 1969. Yeah. Is it um, Oxygen? Is that what it's called? What's it called? Popcorn. 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 Yeah, popcorn. And that, that was recorded sometime between 62 and 72, that version. I've got no idea. Right. Sure. But uh, right. presumably after 69, no one, no one which is when Gershwin did his... Didn't so. want to see it again himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here we are. He tried to hide Who it. Who knew? Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe he did it beforehand in Gershwin... Came in and did sure. what people think was the original. Sure. Eh? Mm. All hey, confused well, hey, now about which one to play. Hey, Al. Mm. Thanks for playing a cover. <laughs> yeah. That's nice. Thank you for You're that. welcome. Thanks uh, for following. You're back on track. Hey. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll leave it there. We're way over time on this one. So thanks very much for listening. Um, I'd encourage you to yeah, go to the playlists on Spotify, check out the full versions of a lot of those tracks that we've played tonight. Certainly check out some of the stuff that uh, Kev played in his top ten. And thanks again, Kev, for uh, yeah, yeah, going thanks, through Kev. that for us and sharing that with us. It yeah, wasn't easy. Um, it was not easy. Jump on our social media and tell us, uh, you know, some of your covers and, and other things <laughs> you might like us to cover. Or originals. Show. Don't offend you. Or originals. That's right. And t- um, tell Kev. And a very. What, he's been a bit of a whore, you know. That's right. Some, those, some <laughs> of those songs. Right. Tell him why the fall out. should have definitely been in that, that top <laughs> oh, ten. Oh man! <laughs> Give him all the hate mail. Right. There's going to be a ghost in yeah. my house tonight. <laughs> but the exciting news, big big announcement, big, big exciting announcement, announcement is oh. um, with with Christmas just around the corner, um, and everyone getting their baubles out, ready to hang. <laughs> Mm. We have some exciting news that we're going to have some Christmas specialty Christmas T-shirts available. Lords allowed some very, very high quality uh, T-shirt merch in the merch store. So please look out for further announcements on our social media. The ideal Christmas gift. The ideal Christmas gift for anybody Mm -hmm. looking to um, replace the traditional Christmas socks with a Lords allowed Christmas T-shirt. The perfect perfect T-shirt to wash the car in. That's right. That's right. Or wash the car with. Yeah. (laughs) That's right. All right. But uh, until next time, uh, stay safe and please join us again on the Lords of Loud. Lords of Loud is recorded at Zip Studios and proudly distributed as part of the Zenith Command Network.